The word hope means to believe that something good can happen. I'm Heather, and this is my sister Beth. Separated by the pandemic and living on different continents, we wanted to do something together to encourage ourselves and our friends. 10-Minute Hope Show was born. This is a place for stories of hope to encourage us along the way. We are so glad you're here. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to the 10-Minute Hope Show. We are so glad that you are here with us today. Hi, Beth. How's it going? Hey, Heather. It's going fantastic. How are Good. you? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank so you. Glad. Thank you very much. Yep. Um, so Beth has some really encouraging... We continue to talk about the sort of World War II era um, mm-hmm. here on the show. And so, Beth, you've got some, mm-hmm. some cool stories to share with us today. Yeah. Okay, so um, in Israel, this week is a special week. So April 28th mm-hmm. in Israel is um, their day of remembrance of the Holocaust in Israel. Wow. So yeah. um, on that day, they um, in the entire country, they, an alarm goes off for two minutes. And everybody in the entire country, no matter what they're doing, they stop what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they just stand you know cars will stop on the road they just wow. uh, in the middle of the highway they just stop and wow. they um are just have two minutes of silence for and remembrance for the six million jews who were killed in the holocaust wow so since we talked about world war ii last week or last time i thought we would you know kind of talk about the holocaust a bit um mm-hmm. and be able to draw you know to, even though it was horrible there are things of hope that we can draw from it. Yeah. So for example, um, Victor Frankl, um, he was a, um, he lived in Austria. This is before world world war two. He was a Jew and he, um, was a neuroscientist. So he's, you know, psychologist, he studied the brain, um, and he lived, um, so when the Nazis came in, he was taken to a concentration camp where he lived there for three years. Um, wow. During this time, both of his parents, his brother and his wife were all killed in concentration camps. Wow. So, um, and after he was freed by the allied soldiers, he actually wrote one of the most read and important books of all time. And it was the number one worldwide bestseller the year after the war ended. It's called man's search for meaning. And mm-hmm. it shares incredibly objective and psychologically adept observations and analysis of the camp's prisoners and guards. And it's really edified the world on the depths of the human mental and spiritual psyche. So when everything's taken away from you, what can you control? And so he wrote this right after the war in a really short amount of time. Um, But he shares something that is interesting. So he talks about the time when the allied soldiers first you know, freed him from the camp. He said he couldn't feel his freedom yet. Hmm. Um, But then he shares this, this is a quote from him. He says, one day, a few days after the liberation, I walked through the country past flowering meadows for miles and miles toward the market town near the camp. Larks rose in the sky and I could see, I could hear their joyous song. There was no one to be seen for miles around. There was nothing but the wide earth and sky and the lark's jubilation and the freedom of space. I stopped, looked around, and up at the sky, and then I went down on my knees. At that moment, there was very little I knew of myself or of the world. I had but one sentence in mind, always the same. I called to the Lord from my narrow prison, and he answered me in the freedom of space. 
how long I knelt there and repeated this sentence, memory can no longer recall. But I know on that day, in that hour, my new life started. Step for step, I progressed until I again became a human being. Wow. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That is such a good, I love that so much that he had, his body was free. He had been freed from Mm -hmm. the actual physical prison, but he had a prison inside of himself that had been built there by all the bad things that happened Mm -hmm. to him. And the only person that could set him free from that internal prison and the prison of his soul essentially was Mm -hmm. God. And he, so Mm -hmm. he, but even from that narrow prison, he could call to God from there. So Mm -hmm. it was like, you know, there's holes in the prison. You could call out for help to God from that, that he had inside of himself. I Mm -hmm. love that. And that God, God answered him from, from an open place, from a place Mm -hmm. of freedom. Like you just picture God, like as the King out of this open field, who's free. And he's the only one that can offer freedom Mm -hmm. to, to Victor Frankl when he was in that narrow prison of himself. And Mm -hmm. that's so interesting. Yeah. That's really good. Mm -hmm. And he wouldn't have written that book if that hadn't happened. Mm-hmm. Right. He wouldn't have been able to. And that, I mean, the book is, I definitely recommend anybody to read it because it's, um, it's, it's a wonderful book. Mm, it's a really yeah. worthwhile book to read. Yeah. Um, and then one more thing awesome. I wanted to share. Um, yeah. So this actually happened right before the war. So a man named Nicholas Winton, you may have heard of him. He um, was a British man. He went to Czechoslovakia, to Prague, right before the, um, that well the nazis had already taken over and the the jews were being put into ghettos and it was it was obvious that things were going to get worse and worse and worse mm-hmm. so he didn't think he could save any of the adults but he thought he could do something about the children so him and some other people worked to get british families who would accept jewish children wow so he uh, they they snuck out over 600 children um who would have most likely been killed um in that in the holocaust um and so they they um escaped to england for during the war and um so he has this this was his life motto this was something that um this is a quote he said he said if something is not impossible then there must be a way to do it wow and um so he actually um didn't talk really much about what he had done. He did it as a young man. As he got older, he, he didn't tell his wife or anything, but his wife found a scrapbook in his, their attic that had the names of the parents and the children and pictures wow. of the children. Um, and, and so actually and the BBC ended up finding out about it and um, they had um, some of, they had him come and they eventually had um, some of the people who he had rescued be um, there in the audience. And they, you know, they, they said, will you please stand up if you were someone who was rescued by, by Nicholas Winton and, um, you know, dozens stood up and because of, you know, at that point there was, there's children. So, you know, we're talking about over a thousand people that are alive, mm. um, because of what he did because of what him and the others with him, what they did. Yeah. I think it was these- everyone. I think it was everyone in the TV studio. Cause, cause I've seen that video and it's like, oh, wow. if, if you were somebody that was saved by him stand up and everyone in that room standed up, stood up who was in the audience. Oh my goodness. And it's, and he just looks around like, oh, like, cause they're all adults now, but when he saw them, mm-hmm. they were children, but kids grow up. Yeah. 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 And that along with that, like something that, um, you know, the Jewish people say, um, this is actually in Schindler's list, which, um, Hmm. it's this phrase of one person is the world. 
Mm-hmm. And just having that mindset of, you know, the world started with one person and if you would have died, there would have been no world. And yeah. in, in our case, like one person is the world. And, you know, if you have a family or it, you have people close to you, you, that you can understand that, right. That one person is the world. Yeah. And like having that perspective of if you save one person, that's the world. You don't have to try to do, you know, more than what's in front of you. You don't have, you know, but what, what can you do? And just like what he said, if, if something is not impossible, then there must be a way to do it. And when it comes to, you know, helping people, you know, what can you do? So, and when you're the one that needs help, like when you, when it's your life that is, you know, falling apart or that you're the one that is hungry or that needs help, then, um, then that really matters to you. Like, it really, like mm-hmm. everyone matters to themselves, you know, like, it's not like yeah. there's anyone that's just like, oh, well, they don't matter. Like actually every single person has value and matters and mm-hmm. is, no one is disposable. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Yeah. And so I'm going to read this first. This is actually, um, so it's really similar to what Viktor Frankl said. Um, it's in Psalm 118.5. Out of my distress, I called to the Lord and the Lord answered me and set me free. Mm. And um, that one more time. Yeah. So it's um, Psalm 118, verse five, out of my distress, I called on the Lord and the Lord answered me and set me free. Mm. That's so good. That's perfect mm-hmm. verse for that, for that story. Yeah. Thank you, Beth. That's really good. Is that yeah. good? Yeah. So good. Do you want to pray for us? Yeah, I do. All right. Dear God, thank you that you are the one that we can call to when we are in distress and when we feel like we are in a narrow prison and, um, or if we physically are actually. And so I just want to thank you for that, that you are the, the God in, of the open space that sets people free. You are the God that gives value to every person and mm-hmm. um, every single person counts and has value um, in your eyes. And um, yeah, just thank you for these stories of encouragement to keep looking at you even in the midst of dark times and to keep mm-hmm. serving the people in front of us, um, mm-hmm. even if no one else is, is seeing it. And yeah, mm-hmm. pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Thank Thanks you. you guys for joining us and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.